This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the second season of The Owl House and fortune cookies. It is February 20-something, 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. 2021? <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> 2023. <years> <laughs> I mean, I, I would be fine if you said 2022, um, but... 2023. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, but it is 2023. <laughs> it is. How are we doing today? What are your names? My name is Evan. And I'm Brian. And I'm doing fine today. Well, I'm Linnea, and I'm your host for this week, and I'm doing good. So, what is everyone's pop culture references? My pop culture reference is that the new Ant-Man movie came out. It came out? Yeah. Oh. Ant-Man, Quantumania. It seems that it got some good reviews and some... Got some good reviews. Average reviews. Is that something you want to see? Maybe. Just maybe? I would rather see the Puss in Boots movie. Really? I really want to see the Puss in Boots movie, Dan. (laughs) Okay. I've heard it's pretty good. Everyone is saying that the movie is amazing. I I really want to see that movie. I don't want to watch it, though, because I don't like Puss in Boots. What, what do you have against Puss in Boots? I had a boots? traumatizing experience once. <laughs> What's Puss in Boots? I was watching Puss in Boots, and there were these three... I don't remember what it was. It might have been a show. It was the Puss in Boots show, but there were these three obnoxious little baby cats, and they were just... They threw, they threw like, salt into the guys... into Puss in Boots' eyes, and then... And it looked so painful. Are you sure this isn't, like, a dream? No, I'm sure it's not. And then he opened his eyes, and they were, like, really wide. But they were, like, there was salt inside of them, and it was traumatizing. Where did you watch this? On Netflix. There was a Puss in Boots show on Netflix. Or maybe it was, like, a Shrek show. There there was, like, a Puss in Boots movie. No. No, you don't one. remember. <laughs> you didn't watch it. No, you don't remember. Dad, what's your pop culture news? My pop culture news is that Ted Lasso Season 3 comes out on March 15th. <gasps> That's Mom's birthday. <laughs> it is. <laughs> She's yeah. going to be happy. Yeah. I guess we don't have to get her any gifts. That should be enough. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I mean, she always says she doesn't want any gifts. So there we go. Ted no, Lasso, she, the gift that keeps on gift. giving. She'll be getting the best gift of them all, which is <laughs> Ted Lasso Season 3. <laughs> what, we should just give her a sign that says believe. <laughs> yeah. I believe in the third season of Ted Lasso. All right. I'm excited for that. I didn't know. Um, my pop culture news for this week is that um, there is going to be a third. Th- what do you call like a sequel? But it's the third one. A sequel. Like another, like the second sequel. No, people just the call third it a movie. Sequel. Yeah, okay, but what if it's movie. a sequel after a sequel? I don't know. The, okay, well, the, guess the which movie? <laughs> guess which movie is getting a trequel? Oh, is it uh, Frozen? Yep. Ha ha ha. When was it announced? Like February 8th or something? There's a whole slew of Disney movies that are getting uh, sequels. Oh, what else? And I can't... Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have said that because now you're going to ask me. <laughs> I knew Frozen was one. Um, I can't think of what the others are. Oh, it escapes me right now. <laughs> well... We'll have to look it up later. 
Let's move on to the main topic of this week's episode, which is The Owl House Season 2. So we already have reviewed the first season of The Owl House, which came out, when did it come out? Let's see. Came out in 2020, and the second season was released on June 12th, 2021 through May 28th, 2022. We started watching the second season quite a while ago, and then we took a break from it for a long time, I think, because of marching band, because I had marching band and I wanted to watch it with you. But then we started watching it again, maybe like a month ago, and now we have finished the second season. Including me, I hadn't finished the second season either, and I was just, I was watching the third season, but I had no no context for what happened. (laughs) You watched the third season. Well, I figured it out eventually from like little... Like clues. You mean flashbacks? Yeah. <laughs> Not clues? <laughs> he has the clues of flashbacks. Like, I was like, I had no idea what a Grimwalker was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what are our first thoughts off the bat? Off the bat, this is one of, like, the best seasons of any cartoon show ever, I would think. So do you think it was an improvement from the first season? Definitely. I would have to agree. I think this season, it felt like uh, like a story more than just like a series of one-off episodes. And the first season was kind of a story too, but it had a lot of episodes that just kind of were there and didn't add a lot to the plot. Yeah. But this one was very much plot-oriented, like the characters all went through a lot of development, and I like that. When I got into the Hell House, it was all, like into the second half of season two and i just was watching every episode like illegally on youtube oh, the yeah. second it came out because the second episodes come out people are like recording them and putting them on youtube <laughs> and then they don't they get taken down pretty quickly but if you catch them fast enough because that's how i watched the third season <laughs> i mean disney channel literally posted the first two episodes of the third season oh maybe that's not how i watched the third season though I don't remember. <laughs> but, I yeah. I don't think I finished the second episode of the third season yet. I just watched mm. the first one and half of the second one. But, yeah, this season is amazing. The story grows continually. The cliffhangers are amazing. The characters have very fleshed-out story arcs. Everything feels, like, exactly on point for what you would want. Mm-hmm. So, what do we think of the new characters that were added? So, that would be, like, Hunter and Rain. The Collector? The Collector, yeah. I don't know if there's any others. Well, not any other main ones. <laughs> I think Hunter, he showed up and he just almost took control of, like, a lot of the fan base. Oh, no, everyone loved Hunter. Yeah, everyone <laughs> loves Hunter. And at the start, when you meet him, it doesn't, like... He does not seem like a character you would think, like, oh, this character is going to get a complete story arc. It just no, seems like he's a- in, like, the first episode of the second season, right? Yeah, you and meet him. Ju- he seems like he'd just be kind of a one-off villain, but then he keeps coming back. And, like, I thought, like, it, I didn't expect him to be, like, a f- like 15, 14-year-old. <laughs> Hunter's story feels really flushed out. Do you think that was planned from the beginning? Probably. Yeah, I would think so. I think the idea for Hunter was early on, but they didn't know. Like, like did we see? Him. Did we see the Golden Guard in the first season at all? Yeah, there was like oh, at really? the end. 
Oh, he was at the very end. He was at the very end when Bellos was talking to him. But not throughout the first season. Not throughout. So he's he's mostly in addition to the second season. Yeah. All right. And then there's Rain. What do we think of Rain? Rain Whispers is... I I really like their character. Mm. Also, I like how it's they, them pronouns. Yes. Non-binary. Yeah. Woohoo. Um, he's the the bard, is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the bard. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the few adult characters added. Yeah, or Ida's Wait. love interest. Yes. I kind of feel that Ida's sister, I mean, even though she was in the first season, she becomes more of a character in the second season. Lilith? I mean, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first season, she was only just trying to find Ida. Because they're sisters and she wants to help cure her. Which, I mean, that's fine, but it's only, like, one main reason that she's in the story. But in the second season, after all the events that took place in the season one finale, I feel like she has, like, she's trying to find a new purpose. Yeah, she very much feels like kind of a different character in the second season. Yeah, she's much more meek. In the first season, wasn't she part of the whole... Bellus's coven sort of thing. Yes. And she was yeah. stalking her sister and trying to get her. And, and this season, it's almost like she's done a 180 and she's kind of meek and mild. And She's become a cool aunt. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think of Bellus, the main villain? I feel like though Bellus's story like fleshed out a bunch, you, I did fi- find him a bit more interesting in the first season. And I don't quite know why. Maybe it's just that he's like some mysterious big villain figure who rules over the Isles. Did we see him much in the first season? No. I think that's why I was Yeah, more. We, we, saw sort of him his in name. The, we saw him in the first season, but he always had his mask on. Mm-hmm. We yeah. only saw him like a few times. We never saw him with his mask off. We barely saw him at all. It adds like mystery to it. But we get a lot more of his motivation in this season. And he becomes a lot scarier. (laughs) Yeah, we found out a lot about his backstory. So he is a... Oh, that's a spoiler. (laughs) Bleep, bleep. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, But yeah, he does not have the best of intentions when it comes to the Boiling Isles. Yeah, that was pretty clear. (laughs) Did you feel that you could see who he was? Like, was the story... I don't want to give anything away, but... Was the story the story pointing to his reveal? Yeah, I guess that's what I want to ask. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I knew that who he was before I even watched the second season oh, because okay. I watch I watch episodes out of order. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm one to say. This is one of like that plot just was one of the only ones that I didn't know because I watch a bunch of stuff on YouTube before I normally get into shows. Oh, so you were surprised by it? Yeah, I was pretty surprised by it i would mm. say okay I, th- I think i would be surprised by it but i don't know <laughs> there are definitely hints of it in the past okay what do we think of the collector i'm confused by the collector and i don't know if this is because it took us so long to watch this season to me this season felt like it was about two and a half years long because yeah. i think we started watching it we watched it a long time ago yeah. and then we finished and we it. stopped and then and so maybe we just forgot so much that it felt rushed yeah, at the end. <laughs> so it, it felt, and a lot of the season, so I really enjoyed the season. I liked the continuing storyline of it. 
but at the same time, I felt that there were a lot of things that I was just confused by, and I don't know if that's just because we started watching it so long ago and I've forgotten things or or what. But one person I was really confused about was the collector because it seemed like... The collector was introduced like very suddenly, it felt like. Yeah, it just suddenly this collector and then it was all this and that and, and I kept thinking to myself, am I missing something? I, I didn't... So I don't know. Because I watched, I watched the third season when the collector was the character. I was like, oh, I bet this guy is explained in the second season. And then I watched the second season and I was like, oh, so what exactly is he? What does he do? The first time I watched a season, like, alone, the collector made sense to me. I do remember him being introduced and what he does. But, yeah, while we were rewatching it, it, it was probably because it was so long. I, I, I definitely lost it. Just because we took such a break from it. Yeah. That was, I feel like that was the probably the reason why, because it made perfect sense to me. Yeah, maybe he was, like, introduced or hinted at prior and we just forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, he was, for sure. I, I can remember an episode, at least, where he was mentioned. But the collector is a child, so that's a little interesting. Or, or childlike? Childlike. No, he's a child. His story basically is that he's watching over the boiling aisles. He's like the child of gods, and he got placed into a little ball in the middle of a random world by a titan. Ooh, and we learned more about the titan, too. Actually, um, apparently he was the one who put the owl beast in the scroll. For, oh. Yeah. Why? Because. Wait, you mean Hootie? No, like oh. Edith's curse. Oh, okay. He was the one who caused Edith's curse. What do you think caused Hootie? I think Hootie just, like, appeared with the house. Like, they that... built the house, and then he was just, oh, there's a random long-necked owl. He's like a house demon. That's not a thing? <laughs> I don't see any of the other houses in the show with random demons coming out of the wall. I mean, but those aren't ho- houses in the middle of a forest. So I have to say, the songs were on the subject of Hootie. I remember when our first show, when we were talking about uh, the first season, I remember that saying that I really didn't like Hootie. I thought Hootie was kind of annoying. And But the second season, Hootie kind of grew on me. There, yes! There were, Hootie has been and will be my favorite character. There were parts that I was actually laughing at what Hootie was saying, so that was a big turnaround for me. And I don't know if he was just written differently or what, no, he's written the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> so, I liked Hootie a bit more. Maybe it's because Hootie, well, no. Because they put Hootie in a box and could carry him around. Port a Hootie, ready for duty. Yeah. So, like, he became more of a character and less of just a character who appeared to make dumb jokes. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. He still makes dumb jokes, but, you know. Yeah, but, like, it's not his only purpose now. Right, right, yeah. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage – 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Which, uh, so just out of curiosity, which character do you, do you think grew the most or maybe gained the most power or evolved the most? And I'll just go first from what I was thinking. I think this season Willow really shined. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, she went from this meek sort of, I don't know if I can do it, to almost every scene she's in, she's battling some evil force and, like, kicking butt. Mm-hmm. And from what I've watched in this third season, it seems like she only gets more powerful. Oh, really? Okay. So that's kind of cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that Willow and Gus haven't been sidelined that much. Like, they're still main characters and loses best friends. Yeah, yeah. And Gus played an important part with, with Hunter, so that was kind mm-hmm. of cool. I would say Hunter got the most changes. Like, maybe not in terms of power, but, like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, yep. No, I can see that, yeah. Also, Gus got a voice change at the start of the season. Oh, yeah, Gus that went through puberty. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you, oh. you probably forgot it. but I probably forgot because, no, again, his, his it was three and a half years. One, his, his voice was high like this, and then his voice got deep. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because the actor was like 10, and now he's like 16 or something. Okay. I totally didn't know. Probably if I went back and watched, it would bother me. <laughs> and then know? to compensate for it, they made him a lot taller, too, than he was in yeah. the first season. <laughs> Luce has like a visible reaction yeah, to Luce it. Yeah, Luce goes, oh, I see. You've gone through some changes. <laughs> also, yeah, Gus also got pretty powerful. So we haven't talked about um, Ida and Luz and King yet. Or Amity. Or Amity. What did we think of them this season? Amity and Luz or, or just the, the Well, I think I said this in the first season. I'm going to say it again this season. I think Ida is my favorite character. Yeah, I, I love think Ida. she's fun she's smart i really love the voice actor that they have for her i don't know there's just something about Ida's voice that's just so perfect (laughs) yeah and i and i looked at the voice actress and you know it's like okay i mean she doesn't look anything like Ida, of course um but like i couldn't imagine her with any other voice yeah yeah it's just so perfect it's kind of almost like i don't know if she smokes or something she's got a little sort of a husky voice and but uh yeah, I think she's perfect. I think her character, you know, for a show that it seems to be centered on these teen kids, I think they do a good job with her being both a mother and watching out for them, but also sympathetic to what they want, especially in the in the end of season two where, where Eden and Luz are kind of battling heads, coming at odds with what they want, and Luz realizes that she just wants the best for them, and... So I enjoyed that kind of bit. Mom said that the part where um, Ida keeps like pushing Luz away and make her like to protect her was getting old. Did you agree with that? I don't know. I guess it didn't bother me. I yeah, I, I did not understand <laughs> that. Well, what did we think of King? We find out a lot about King's past in this. Season. I feel like King has become a lot more mature. Yeah. 
in the first season, he was just like some. Especially in oh. the third season, he seems like a different character because he's just like so much. He's not really like a child anymore. In the first season, he just seems like some little dog who thinks he's the ruler of the world. But in the second season, he starts learning truths about himself and everyone else. And it it's very interesting to see how he changes because of that. King kind of looks like the character from Hollow Knight. What's Hollow Knight? The video game. <laughs> oh. It's a popular video game. All right, and that brings us to Luce. What would we think of her this season? I think Luce is still like an amazing main character for the story to follow around. I wouldn't want it to be any other character. Luce went through enough progression and everything in this season to also make the character like perfect. Mm. I like how Luce has actual trauma almost from every event that she's been enduring. From the start of season two to the end of it, she's very different. How so? She's a bit darker. She doesn't like... You're like, the loose we know from the first season was always super optimistic and a bit overly enthusiastic about everything, always thought that things would just go perfectly all the time. Like, uh, she got into this fantasy world and she thought it was going to be a certain way where everything, she would be the chosen one and come out as, like, the hero and everything would be great and awesome. But then she quickly realized that it's not, the world can be a lot more hard than that. Mm-hmm. And she's had to struggle and fight for her life and protect other people. And it's kind of like ruined her perception of the reality. <laughs> this shows a lot in the third season. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about Luce and Amity? I kept wondering where they got the little text things that they were using to communicate. I mean, everyone had uh, those in the first season, too. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> for some reason, I thought they were like, pagers or something that Luz had, you know, because she has her phone. And I kept wondering, where did they get these little pager things that are putting emojis on? I think Luz just had those in her backpack. I don't know. I just found that kind of confusing. I mean, it was nice that they could communicate, but every time I saw them, my first thought was, where'd they get that? Where'd that come from? Luz just gave one to Amity. Aren't those, like, special Boiling Island phones that, like, Hunter gets one? Yeah, the scrolls. Yeah, the scrolls. Because I remember those in the first season. Hmm. Okay. Again, it's been so long, I probably just <laughs> forgot. And the little, like, emoji thing. Luce had those, and she gave one to Amity in, I think, episode 10. I think 10. that was way at the beginning of the second season, though. That, that was episode 10, when they were going to Eclipse Lake. Yeah. I do like how Amity is trying to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was a nice touch. I think King was also learning Spanish. Oh, was he? I think every, like, in everyone... In the third season, everyone's uh, using like Duolingo or some kind of ripoff of Duolingo to learn Spanish. Oh, okay. But we've got to quit talking about the third season because we're <laughs> talking about the second season. Stay on target. Okay. Do we feel like animation got better in the second season? For sure. Especially near the end of it, all of the battles, like, the frame rate just goes up and in specific scenes and it yeah, looks anything very Anything where clean. anything important happens, the frame rate just goes up by a lot. It looks very clean, and I like it. What about you, Dad? Once again, it's been so long since I watched the first season, it's hard <laughs> for me to remember to even compare. I mean, I, I thought it was fine. Are you excited to watch the third season? There's a pretty big cliffhanger 
at the end of the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Now the third season is only three little mini movies. Yeah. yeah. And then that's the end of the episodes. series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a bit scared. I hope they can wrap it up. This is a popular show, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering why why aren't they doing a whole season? Do you know any because reason? Because oh, Disney canceled it. Oh. Disney decided to cancel it for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation for why. I'm not sure the exact reason. Mm-hmm. But it's very stupid since the show is insanely popular. Well, yeah, that, this so is that's one what I was wondering. The most beloved shows by like all of my friends on Disney Channel. Yeah, because we were. I mean, I found a whole. Uh, remember the other night I was playing some music, and there was a whole. Some guy made a whole symphonic suite of music from the Owl House. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did that oh, with Amphibia too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, I search up, why did Disney cancel, and the first thing that comes up is the Owl House. Mm. Or I just search up, why did Disney, and the first thing is cancel the Owl House. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's very stupid. And I think- Oh, it says, because a few people in the upper echelons at Disney didn't feel like it matched the brand. It doesn't match the brand! Hmm. Okay. Even though it's popular, apparently. Like so you said it's it's popular with all your friend groups? Yes, mostly because the show- Unlike lots of other shows, especially released by Disney, it features very prominent LGBTQ themes and characters, which is something that's like really rare to see. So it resonates a lot with me and my friends. Me too. And hopefully that isn't why it was canceled. <laughs> I think maybe it's a mix of that and that the show is about like demons and it's very dark. <laughs> <laughs> but they're kind of, I mean, are they scary demons or silly demons? I mean, I'm- I don't know. I mean, if you look at the negative reviews for this show, it's like, I don't want my five-year-old son watching a show about demons. Oh, no. I mean, I I don't know. I don't... I mean, to me, I don't know. When you say demons, I mean, it's just people have this preconceived notion. To me, it's just strange creatures from from an island in a different world. It's not, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> just because it's called the Demon Realms doesn't mean it's hell. It's right, just like yeah. another word for like beatster monster. Right, yeah. Yeah, just monster, yeah. Yeah, I wish that it was not canceled because maybe the second season wouldn't have been so fast at the end. Yeah, the canceling is the only reason like why the collector may seem a bit rushed to you in general. Because mm-hmm. maybe it would have been fleshed out more because I know that... The collector wouldn't have existed if the originally they happened. were planning for like a much longer third season, but then it was like midway through the second season that they decided to cancel it. Yeah, hmm. because Disney is does not like good shows. <laughs> Guess not. I think after like the popularity of the third season's episode, Disney might. Just make it like a new show out of it. Yeah, weren't they going to make like a spinoff or something? People want them to make a spinoff, and I think Disney might have showed a bit of interest in that. Yeah, they'd better be feeling sorry now. <laughs> young Ida spinoff. Young Ida? Young oh. Ida. <laughs> with Ida, but young. <laughs> like the episodes we saw with Rain. Sometimes it's a little confusing to me why people make like shows about characters before the events of the other show happened because we already know how it's gonna end then mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why they introduce new characters into it like jar jar binks everyone cares about jar jar binks yeah when they have space <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
But I think that is like another Owl House series, like after the third season, ending would be better, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, if they make a spinoff series, maybe they could add a bit of, uh, like, make a new Amphibia series, too. Mm-hmm. Would they have to find some other human to kidnap into the frog realm? Or maybe Anne would come back. So, no, is Amphibia over? Yeah. Yeah, too? it's been over a while. And so just, I mean, and we're not talking about Amphibia, but they're both Disney shows, right? Mm-hmm. These which, shows are... They're in the same universe, too. Right? Yeah, so which which do you like better, Amphibia They're also Alice? in the same universe as Gravity Falls, right? I think. It depends on what seasons we're talking about. Well, I just mean as a whole. As, as a whole, probably the Owl House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Owl House best. But I feel like these are like Disney's like 2021 to 2022 big hit tv shows mm-hmm. for disney channel at least because like almost everyone i knew knew what they were i really enjoyed both of them too i think maybe i like owl house better because it, it gets to the point a lot faster while amphibia is like has a lot of just five minute episodes where they're like fighting over fan fictions or something i think amphibia does have I would. I want to say more interesting story. I think the third story. season of Amphibia is really good. It is. But I think the best episode of Amphibia would be uh, the season two ending, though. Oh yeah, the scary one. <laughs> yeah. All right, but back to the Alas. <laughs> okay. What would we think of the intro for this season? Or like they like the opening credits. Yeah, they did slightly the change credits. it from the first season. Yeah, there's some little minor adjustments, but it was overall the same thing. I love the intro. <laughs> I kept waiting throughout the season. At the end of the intro, there's this big monster thing that's flying after oh. them, and I kept waiting all season to see that. A giant worm we never thing. never saw it. <laughs> no, we ne- it was in the first season, too, and yeah. we never saw it. <laughs> oh, was it? See, I didn't remember that from the first season one. But... No, we never get to see that monster. <laughs> like, yeah, I I kept waiting. When are we going to see that thing? It's like an off-camera moment. I, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does seem like a very typical thing to happen from what we've seen of the show. People just get chased around by giant demons. It's like all normal, everyday stuff. So I've answered who my ca- favorite character is, and Dad, you've answered who yours is. Well, Nea, who's your favorite character? Mm. I think I'd have to say that it's... Probably still Luz. What do you like about Luz? She's like the most relatable one, at least for me. She's very fun, but like she, she like goes from being super like optimistic and excited about everything, and then she has to like accept the reality of the world, but at the same time be her like optimistic self and like help everyone. And I like that. Well, should we wrap it up? Sure. What are our final thoughts and rankings of Owl House Season 2? Owl House Season 2 is, I've said this already, one of the best, like, cartoons that I've ever seen, ever. The character progression is amazing. The new characters are amazing. Every, almost every aspect of it is amazing. So this is going to be, like, my first 10 out of 10. Wow. Nice. How would you rank it compared to Steven Universe? (laughs) Because I thought that was your absolute favorite. I think Steven Universe is still better, but this season is very good. Okay. Just wondering. 
I'd give it a 10 out of 10 too. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I just really love this show. It's really fun and creative. And all the characters are really good. And I think it got even better in the second season. And from what I've seen, even better in the third season too. I still make... don't. I still don't like it more than Shira, though. <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> so for Evan, it's it's Steven Universe, and for Lene, it's no. For me, it's Shira. Uh, Shira Al House Steven Universe. Okay. What about you, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I gave the first season when we reviewed that. I I do like this season much better than the first season. Uh, I think the first season kind of was rambling a bit, and yeah, there were just, it felt like there were a lot of filler episodes. So I'm glad this season felt more coherent and had, you know, even though there were episodes that weren't directly related to the story, or in a way they all were kind of directly related to the story, but just outside. But but I like that it was more cohesive. So um, I'll give it a 8 out of 10. Nice. Well, does that make it time for Fortune, Fortune Cookies? cookies. Dad, you sound excited. I, I am. That's the first word of my fortune. Oh. Excitement and intrigue follow you closely wherever you go. <laughs> Stalkers? She. <laughs> She's excitement. Do the right thing because it is right. Have the courage to face it. What if I want to do the left thing because it's left? <laughs> Broke is only temporary. Poor is a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Well, are you going to do the, the outro? Yeah. That wraps up this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. We hope that you enjoyed. Um, you can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. <laughs> what? We hope that you enjoyed. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed um, um, our favorite show. Our um, discussion, our <laughs> review, our something. It's like existence felt we like we had half you, the sentence and then we hope that you enjoyed us uh, being alive <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net not on twitter at lunchboxreaction and um, <laughs> this has been lunchbox reaction i'm linnea i'm evan and i'm brian and we'll see you next week at the lunch table Bye. goodbye Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.